Hey friends, Boss Man here. I want to tell you about my new partners at Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid the podcast like the Boss Man do. To get started today, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Talk to my man from the AJC, D. Lanolette Better, the man himself. Call him D. Led around here. D, how you doing, man? 
Uh, I'm doing great, boss man. Just getting ready for rookie mini camp this week, and uh, you know, kind of uh, getting out of the fog of that draft, and, and uh, you know, trying to get some downtime here in the off season. I hear D Lib, man. I'm telling you, that draft, man, to me, it, it was a drag to me, man. I was just disappointed. I feel like the Falcons pretty much just said in the draft, we were injured last year. That's why we didn't have a good year, and the coaching was not that good. So they got rid of it. from scapegoating Marquand Manuel, scapegoating uh, my man, what's the fuck to do with Sargisian, and saying, hey, injuries in the coaches, and that's, that's why we drafted the way we drafted this year. It was injuries. I, I was, the draft left me very underwhelmed. Yeah, myself too, and, uh, you know, maybe they're right this time, but, uh, you know, the last time they tried to build the line through the draft, they messed it up, taking Lamar Holmes and Peter Collins, and, uh, you know, they're trying to build the line again here. If they hit it, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be uh, you know, pretty good to have two of those spots for the next 10 years, but if those guys can't play, then they wasted opportunity. Uh, to get better players, and they gave away draft capital in the process. Exactly. That's the part that got me. You traded back into the first round and gave up your second and third picks for this other guy. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't they sign two guys in the fragrance as well for the line as well? So are they going? Are you saying they're going to be starters automatically? But I don't see these guys being starters per se off the rip. Well, yeah, I don't either, but they signed uh, – James Carpenter who's a little bit older, so, you know, you can have a bridge guy for him. And uh, then you signed Jamin Brown, a younger guy who's played a little bit but not haven't been that good, but they gave him $5.5 million. So, uh, and Ty Sambrello, they, they gave him, a, you know, a nice little piece of change, too, for somebody who hasn't been a uh, Pro Bowl-level starter on a long-time basis for the NFL, so for the Falcons. So uh, they put some money on the line. Uh, they drafted people on the line. Uh, the, the message is clear. Hey, we got to protect Matt Ryan if we're going any forward, moving forward with anything else. And uh, so much so that the, the, the problems on the defensive side of the ball, we're not even going to pay them any attention right now. We're going to uh, try to put our head coach over there and have him fix that side of the ball. And that's the part that got me, D-Lay, is that defensively, I still see no depth on, on that defense. I said, Oliver, you're hoping he steps up. You're hoping, please, Ray, Ray Wilson is not the, the main guy. The nickel, you got Casey there. You got different guys, uh, Neesman as well. Like, I just feel like they, they just pretty much said, we got hurt. Our guys are back. We're good. Yeah, no question. They're going to get the guys back. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, fourth-round pick, Sheffield, they think he could play outside. He's fast, uh, but he's going to be able to play right away. Then the uh, uh, – Later pick, Jordan uh, Miller from from Washington. He's the inside guy, so you put him at the nickel uh, behind KZ. And then you're counting on Isaiah Oliver to come through and Ricardo Allen to get healthy and Keanu Neal to get healthy at the safety spot. So, uh, you know, that's your secondary. Then you hope Trufant could get back to the Pro Bowl level he was playing at before he tore his pick. Uh, you know, uh, if you can do all of that, if all of that goes right for you, uh, then you are, you know, you'll be in pretty good shape. But that's a whole lot of variables that you need to line up for yourself. If we're going to talk about the line. I mean, Kaminsky, to me, I love his energy. I heard Charles Davis kind of talking him up on the draft coverage. But, I, I mean, that means we're trusting Vic and Tack to rush the passer. Grady Jarrett to do his thing, try to get a new deal. We'll talk about that later. But I feel like, it, once again, they're just saying, hey, Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator now, he, he has his side of the ball, he got it. 
Yeah, no question. Well, I mean, when a kid comes from the Division Two, no matter what type of physical skills and uh, talent that he has, he's going to be going up against grown men here in the National Football League. And you wonder, hey, if his body can uh, uh, hold up under that pressure. Uh, can he? How fast can you get him ready to play 10 snaps a game? Or, uh, you know, if you want more out of him sooner, you're going to um, be taking a big gamble on a Division II guy, even though he might have the physical capabilities and the, the mental makeup to do it. But no matter uh, how you slice it, it's a gamble, even though he does have uh, great measurables and so forth. So, uh, you know, you can br- you know you want to bring him along slow, but you need somebody to play now. So that's the conundrum that the Falcons will find themselves in uh, with this here fourth-round pick, John Kaminsky, out of University of Charleston in West Virginia. Now, D-Led, uh, which players has this draft on its own to really, really step up, or they're off the roster now? For which draft? Which draft, Buffman? Uh, like, uh, which, which players out of this on the roster now with this draft is going to have to really step up to keep that spot on the roster? I think one for me is Brian Hill. I think they're drafting that running back means Brian Hill. He's have to be a fullback. He's off the roster. So who are some guys on this team that he really needs to have a great OTA training camp to hopefully save their spot on this roster come September? Yeah, I think you're right. We'll start with Brian Hill because you got Quadre Olison and you got uh, the uh, running back Marcus Green that, that they drafted. But uh, Green's more of a wide receiver. They just said he was a running back so that they can get more wide receivers to sign here. Uh, so, so yeah, Brian Hill's certainly on the bubble now. Uh, line-wise, West Schweitzer's on the on the uh, bubble now. They already let uh, Brandon Fusco go, so uh, West Schweitzer can't be far behind. And in the backup tackle room, Matt Gano is going to have to show uh, what he can do on the line. So those are the line guys. These two cornerbacks, but they got spots for the cornerbacks, so nobody's in trouble there. Uh, because they let Robert Alford and Brian Hill go already. So uh, Sheffield and, and uh, Miller will be, you know, they'll be able to make it. And then, the uh, you know, def- you got the line, then you got the defensive tackle. Uh, he's going to be able to play. Uh, the cornerbacks are, are, are okay, and the running backs are okay. So, uh, you know, they got to beat out Brian Hill back there. So uh, there's a spot for the wide receiver, too, because uh, – you know, they let Marvin Hill go. So there's a Russell Gage is five. He could be six. So uh, if he can do the return and then he'll earn the spot on the team as the sixth receiver. So, uh, you know, be some adjustments because uh, they got too many tight ends in here now. Salbert, Cooper, uh, Paulson, and Luke Stocker. So, uh, you know, Malarkey likes those big blocking tight ends. So Salbert might be the odd man out in the tight end room. Uh, you know, because he's not a big blocking type, although maybe you can get him through to the practice squad and keep him around that way. Uh, but, you know, it was a couple of years back they did keep four tight ends, uh, and maybe they will this time around also. Now, I'm thinking Luke Stalker also hurts Brian Hill as a fullback because Stalker plays the fullback in Tennessee last year under uh, Brable and Malarkey a little bit. So I feel like. Brian Hill's real tenuous right now. If I was him, I wouldn't buy any house in the ATL right now. <laughs> yeah, no question about it. He's bounced back and forth between the practice squad and even a stint with the Bengals. Uh, you know, he got to play a little bit last year. They also got Jeremy Langford, the old Bears back. 
but, you know, if they're going to run it, you're going to keep a lot of backs around to run it through the preseason for you while you getting Friedman ready to go. Uh, yeah, and Luke Stocker did play some fullback, and they talked about that. Uh, so Ricky Ortiz and uh, uh, Brian Hill and uh, Quadre Allison, you know, y'all all of a sudden have some pretty good options at fullback too. So uh, we'll see how that unfolds for them here as they move forward. Now, I want to ask you about uh, Matt Brown's old story, but do you – are you one of the ones on the side that going with Giorgio Tavecchio was a good move? I feel like you want to bring back Matt Bryan. He's money. The guy tore his hamstring pretty much on 57-yard field goal for you. So, I mean, you really want to let that guy go through a Giorgio Tavecchio who showed in Oakland. He kind of struggled a little bit. I know he played well for us last year in Matt's place. But going with him over Matt Bryan to me kind of rubbed me the wrong way. He delayed on, on that on that move for about, about Dimitrov. Yeah, a lot of the people did too in uh I think they were waiting to see, you know, where the money was going to go. Uh, you know, if they were saving a big money by going with the younger kicker, uh, they needed some money for the line. But, you know, um, uh, it turns out they could have kept Matt Bryan at his salary. And, you know, if I thought they were using it to keep Bruce Irvin or somebody like that. Uh, you know, if it was a lot of money to help men, uh, keeping a better player, then okay. But it didn't really do that. Looked like they just decided that Matt Brown was getting old at 44 and that, um, you know, they couldn't kick him from the distances they wanted to kick him from anymore, you know. I know when Mike Smith was here, he would only kick him from 53 on in. And uh, we saw Dan Quinn try to kick him from 56 on out, uh, you know, last year and got him almost hurt. So, you know, maybe they wanted a kid with a bigger leg, maybe not as clutch as the old man. But, uh, you know, you should be able to get closer than 56 anyway. And uh, they're elected to, um, you know, elected to move in another direction in the kicking game. I don't um, – I, I understand it. You know, you're saving salary, going with the younger, more liver leg, but you're giving up clutch performance and a surefire guy under pressure in Matt Bryant. You got there, right. And speaking of Dimitrov one more time, D-Led, I hate the. I read your tweet about how he misled those players. I, to me, it's dirty. He's just say what he is. You know, you don't have to trick anybody. Oh, he's running back. He's really a receiver. I feel like that was so dirty. And those guys who they signed, I wouldn't trust him based on your tweet alone. If I saw that one of those guys, I saw saw, saw your tweet. Yeah, well, I, I listened to his interview on SiriusXM, and I mean, I didn't make it up. That's what he said. You know, it was him. Uh, talking to uh, the people on SiriusXM about, you know, where they listed him as a running back just because they wanted to sign the wide receivers and then nobody would come to sign with them, you know, if they had, you know, X amount of receivers already drafted and in camp. So uh, it's probably a common practice around the league, but, yeah, all kinds of stuff going on when they're trying to sign you, um, you know, here in this era where you just have a seven-round draft. You know, back in the day, that'd been 13 rounds. You draft who you wanted, uh, but now you got to compete on, on the uh, free agent as the un undrafted college free agent market. And uh, you know, that was a little. I'm sure there's more things going to that, but yeah, it was a little bit underhanded for the receivers that ended up signing with them. Now, let's talk about Julio Jones' contract. I haven't heard much on that front. I, I, I know his numbers are probably going to want $20 million a year, $60 million guaranteed, in the $100 million range. Is that what you're hearing? Is it getting any closer to getting done? 
Yeah, he did talk about that too. He felt like he was in a better place there uh, with Julio. To you know, uh, he had told somebody else that it was going to be done in two weeks. Of course, that's been three weeks now, so uh, we haven't heard from uh, uh, him or Jimmy Sexton and his and Julio's camp on when the deal's going to get done. Uh, and then you know, Grady Jarrett, they're like, okay, well, you know, he's got the fifteen point two, but. For the first time, they said, hey, you know, maybe you just go out to play for, you know, that this year, and uh, we'll just keep talking and just give us another year to talk. So uh, there's not been any good movement on that. He did sign it, so uh, he's ready to go on that 15.2. But um, I'm wondering if his uh, representation is priced him out of a good deal, trying to get a great deal, uh, you know, with Aaron Donald resetting the market, you know, he can't get, you know he ain't gonna. He can't ask for that type of money, but he wants sure, to get in the okay. neighborhood at least. Yeah, he want to. He wants to get in the neighborhood at least. He doesn't want to be way out in left field, and uh, I understand that. Now, lack of our cap space is another thing I want to talk to you about because I know we cut Brandon Fusco. Got some about three point nine million in cap space. We have enough money to sign any rookies and our rookies on that draft pool. We also have enough money to sign maybe a post June first cut or two here. Uh, yeah, it'll shake free, but right now, you know, they got four of the rookies signed. Uh, that money will come off June 1, so will Ryan Schrader. Uh, but, you know, most of the guys that are out there or, or uh, big money guys like Sue, uh, uh, Ziggy Anta, Eric Berry, you know, those are $10 million plus a year type guys. Uh, you're not going to get them in here for $6, 7000000 million. And you don't want them in here at $6, 7000000 uh, you know, uh, messing up your locker room flow uh, because they feel they're being underpaid. So those guys that are out there are going to be, uh, you know, who got 14 from the Rams last year. So you don't want him in here at five. Uh, you know, that's not going to be a good, uh, you know, uh, attitude adjustment for him. So, yeah, there'll be some money available, but uh, I don't see it for any other big name free agents that are still out there on the street. That's what I got from D. Lee is this dirt cutter. Uh, I read we talking about he want to have a balance on first and second downs, not be so predictable. Uh, do you feel like we'll still have that inside zone, outside zone scheme that, Shan- that Shanahan ran and Sargisian ran, or is he going to go back to what we saw when he was on the hill on, on, the, on the Mike Smith there, out of level personnel there? Yeah, he's going ma- to use probably their short yardage attack and keep the inside-outside zone. That's what Coach Quinn wants to play, and that's what he's going to call. Uh, and, you know, the gap gap, gap stuff is uh, for sure yardage. So that's why you got the bigger linemen. Uh, you know, if he's going to try to run outside zone with all these, the, the bigger linemen, uh, then that's going to be uh, pretty much a disaster. Uh, but, you know, if they can get up the short yardage stuff, then they'll be in pretty good shape. So we'll see how he's going to mash it up. He's talked about balance. And the really time he only had balance was in Jacksonville when he didn't really have a quarterback. Uh, but, you know, he read, led the league in rushing with Maurice Jones-Drew. So he's got a quarterback. He's got – hopefully he think he's got some running backs with Ito and Devontae that could run that inside zone and, uh, and some outside zone and uh, – you know, have Matt Ryan throw off of that. So that's what you kind of got to look at is the old Jacksonville offense uh, under Dirk Cutter his first few years in the league as opposed to what he was doing uh, here in Atlanta or even uh, down in Tampa Bay. 
D-Lair, you are the man. You got my listeners crazy to hear from you, and you came through for him, man, because you definitely got us caught up on these Falcons, man. I guess we all for the same way, man. We're underwhelmed, disappointed. We're we hoping for the best, but we know how it is in Atlanta. He could always end up the worst. <laughs> well, hopefully they got it right. We'll be there for you and the fans whenever they need uh, to hear from us, and uh, we wish everybody well and uh, enjoy the rest of the offseason. Same with D-Lid. Hold it down, man. Get them cigars popping, brother. I know you love them. Get them popping, man. Go, go to that new spot. It's real nice. <laughs> okay, will do. I'll check it out. All right, D-Lid. Have a good one, buddy. All right, boss man. Take care. All right. I want to slim fine, come on with some twerk with off. I want to slim fine, come on with some twerk with off. I want to slim fine, come on with some twerk with off. I want to slim fine, come on with some twerk with off. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m. Only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.